This is AgriPulse Drive Time brought to you by Syngenta, a leading agriculture company helping to improve global food security by enabling millions of farmers to make better use of available resources. Learn more at Syngenta.com. Good Wednesday afternoon. I'm Spencer Chase. A group of dairy company CEOs are worried the benefits gained through the new United States-Mexico-Canada agreement can't be realized until U.S. steel and aluminum tariffs are lifted. President Donald Trump said on Monday that despite the finalized talks to update the North American Free Trade Agreement, the Section 232 steel and aluminum tariffs will remain in place. Until such time as we can do something that would be uh, different, like quotas perhaps, so that our industry is protected. We are not going to allow our steel industry to disappear. It was almost gone. I'll tell you what, if our country kept going the way it was going, within two years, you wouldn't have had a steel industry. We have to have a steel industry. We have to have an aluminum. You know, there are certain industries important. So uh, we are working on that now. That wasn't part of this. U.S. Trade Representative Robert Lighthizer said American negotiators saw the renegotiations separate from the tariffs. Two separate things as far as we're concerned. We know that there are grave interests to both countries. We are engaging in talks now with an effort to try to preserve the, the effect of our program and still take care of their needs. And, and hopefully we'll be able to work that out. But we are in communication with them. But leaders of Hilmar Cheese, Sartori Cheese, and Dairy Gold said today they were worried keeping the tariffs will negate the benefits gained when Canada agreed to scrap its Class 7 dairy pricing policy. Hilmar CEO David Alem said he was not yet ready to celebrate because as long as the tariffs remained in place, the companies can't enjoy the benefits of having a modernized NAFTA. Mexico, he said, is essentially closed to their cheeses. The CEOs are in Washington this week to meet with lawmakers and administration officials, including Ag Secretary Sonny Perdue. For more on the concerns of the dairy industry, check out Bill Thompson's story on agripulse.com. The pork industry is encouraging vigilance in its fight to prevent African swine fever from appearing on U.S. shores. According to Pork Checkoff-funded research, it is possible for certain swine viruses to survive in feed even after a trip across the ocean. Patrick Webb is the director of Swine Health Communications for the National Pork Board. He says individual travel is also a concern. There are international uh, travelers to and from the United States, and there's products as well as uh, that we export as well as we import. And so we have to look at the risk of travelers and potentially bringing back uh, contaminated materials with African swine fever. Webb says efforts are underway to make the administration aware of the risk. When new countries break with highly contagious diseases of swine, that elevating that awareness to Customs and Border Protection is important to make sure that appropriate targeting can be accomplished. We worked with USDA Veterinary Services to communicate this, and they have been working with Customs and Border Protection in order to help raise awareness for these particular products coming in from countries with African swine fever. The Departments of Agriculture and Health and Human Services are in the process of forming the committee that will draft the next version of the Dietary Guidelines for Americans, but a nutrition policy expert says the scientists that end up on that committee will have a difficult path forward. Speaking Wednesday at the Food Tank Summit in New York City, New York University nutrition professor emerita Marion Nessel said the new Dietary Guidelines Advisory Committee will be under a watchful eye. So I'm not optimistic about this one, and I feel really sorry for any nutrition scientist who goes on that committee because they will be under a level of scrutiny that they didn't even believe possible. 
When the last round of dietary guidelines were published in 2015, the recommendations did not include sustainability concerns raised by the advisory committee. Then Ag Secretary Tom Vilsack said USDA and HHS needed to color inside the lines with its official document. Now, here's a word from our sponsor. Syngenta is a leading agriculture company helping to improve global food security by enabling millions of farmers to make better use of available resources. Through world-class science and innovative crop solutions, Syngenta is working to transform how crops are grown. In the U.S., Syngenta is investing and expanding its seed business, offering growers even more choices. Learn more at www.syngenta.com. Finally today, a quick look at the state of mind in farm country. The Purdue University and CME Group Ag Economy Barometer was at a two-year low in September. Keep in mind this information was collected prior to the USMCA agreement's announcement, which could cause a jump in producer sentiment. That's all for today's AgriPulse Drive Time. Reporting in Washington, I'm Spencer Chase.